From the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studios, you'd rather be here. Let's get an update on news with Nathan in the news studio. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. District 11 Representative Brian Best and District 6 Senator Jason Schultz responded to concerns from local officials about state government infringing on local control during the Chamber's Legislative Forum on Saturday. City and county representatives pressed Best and Schultz about Senate Study Bill 1124, which would consolidate some property tax levies available to municipal governments and limit their year-to-year growth to around 3% maximum. Senator Schultz says he and his colleagues at the State House regularly hear from Iowans anxious about how much their property taxes have grown. Constituents have endlessly reached out to the legislature and said that we can't afford our property anymore. They own them, they, they paid off their mortgage. Some people are on fixed incomes, social security, they're retired, they don't have an opportunity to get a job, a different job or anything, and they are they, they said, I'm gonna have to sell my house simply because the property taxes keep going up. So we have tried twice to reform property tax. And the lesson that I got there and the and the warning that I still carry forward is that if you don't have buy-in from local officials, there are so many ways to go around the legislature's intent. This bill is a little different. First of all, there are no cuts to anybody's budgets. What it does is try to put a formula and a framework in place to regulate growth of budgets, and that we think we can do. Schultz adds the existing property tax system is complex and cumbersome. He says the proposed 35-page bill will eliminate or combine some current levies and cap how much governments can increase taxes from one year to the next. And the formula actually allows some counties who have either growth or very low cash balances to actually grow. And there's one city out there they've identified could actually grow 8 to 9%. So it's not a hard and fast, you, you can't grow. One of the thoughts that I've had after going through two property tax reforms, multiple income tax cuts, and then uh, sales tax conversations is that I've always said over all the years, I am always going to stand up for the taxpayer. That's part of the reason I got into office. He acknowledges SSB 1124 represents some strong positions in the Senate, and it's unclear if it'll gain enough support to pass in the upper chamber. Representative Best says the House is also looking at easing Iowans' property tax burden, but they're going about it in a different manner. One thing that we've been talking about in the House is the possibility of, instead of uh, limiting growth to that 3.25, is to maybe limit assessed values to that, to that number, which would, in its own way, probably help. At least your assessments aren't going to climb ridiculously high. So that, that's another option that might be available, and the House is talking about that. Best says the state needs to be cautious about impeding local control. The supervisors, the mayors, the city councils, they're all elected officials, so I think we do have to be wary about taking over too much control where local control is good. I had a supervisor who mentioned that in a different county that they had, over the past number of years, stated about 2.5% growth, but they liked the fact that they could go over that growth some years and be under that amount of growth in other years. Over a 10-year period, it leveled out, but they did have some years where they were over 2.5%. It all kind of came out in the wash over a 10-year period. Best and Schultz both serve on the Ways and Means Committees for their respective chambers. They anticipate many adjustments and negotiations to the bills as they move through the legislative process. You can find full audio from Saturday's forum at St. Anthony Regional Hospital included with this story on our website. And a recent report from Manning Regional Healthcare Center shows the estimated local impact of the rural provider exceeds $11 million per year. 
According to the Iowa Hospital Association, MRHC created or maintained 160 jobs in 2022 with direct payroll income of over $7 million. When the secondary impact is included, such as the purchase of goods and services from local businesses, the hospital's effect on the economy climbs to $11.4 million annually. MRHC also provides many intangible benefits, including community education events, public first aid and CPR training seminars, blood drives, and many others. CEO Lynn Block notes MRHC also supports local organizations such as the IKM Manning Education Foundation, West Central Iowa Healthcare Foundation, American Cancer Society, the Little Hawks Child Care Center, Manning Child Care Center, Kinderfest, and so on. Block says we are grateful to be able to make such an impact on our local communities. It takes all aspects of a community working together to be vibrant and strong. And that will wrap up your KCIM 6 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Uh, before we let you go here, Nathan, you are, were coming in here this morning and, uh, and discussing an issue on the city council. And I know you're working on the story, and I don't mean to throw you under the bus here a little bit. No, but, you're good. Uh, a little preview uh, of a story that really caught your attention last night. Yeah, it didn't just catch my attention. It caught uh, a lot of surrounding people. Uh, it was pretty full council chambers last night. So... Uh, the down and dirty, really quick version of it. So the way planning and zoning works, it's a, it's a zoning request for a property outside of city limits. However, the Carroll City Council and their planning and zoning board controlled the two miles outside of city limits. So this was a property northeast of Carroll on Noble Avenue. Uh, the family in question wanted to build a welding shop on property they own. They currently farm it. It's under agricultural, I think it's A2, with uh, agricultural protection overlay on it. Basically, it's their property. They want to build a welding shop. They do mostly their own stuff in it, but they also manufacture parts, small-scale manufacture. Because of that, the, the city said no, which is just fascinating to me because this individual property, if you lived on it, you would not be able to vote for the city council. You wouldn't pay city taxes, but they can tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it, it's it's a very interesting. And you said it drew a large crowd last night. Yeah, it was very very interesting on that front too because there's a lot of folks in the council chamber, and there usually isn't, to be totally honest. Uh, again, I watch from home a lot of the time, but I can see the crowd when people talk and stuff like that. Uh, and I don't know how many of them were actually Carroll residents, uh, like within the city limits. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of them Carroll County residents, but there are folks that work in the industry, farmers from the area. So definitely contribute to the local economy. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have been there to, to advocate for the for the individual looking for a rezone, but it, it was just a very unusual circumstance, in my experience anyway. Yeah, and, and you hear about this all the time around the Des Moines. It's the, the creep, the urban creep uh, out in the, in the agricultural areas and stuff like that. So you don't really hear it so much about that uh, here in Carroll as much, but that's, that's a case where... I, I do not think urban creep applies to Carroll in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Like I said, you, generally, it's more the Des Moines <laughs> and things like that, but... I wish yeah. that were... I, I do wish that were the case. It's it, just not the reality. It's interesting, the rules that you don't, you don't really realize uh, go on all the time that suddenly uh, apply in circumstances that just happen to pop up like this one. So they're not intuitive. They're not intuitive at all. No. And uh, you'll have a lot more on this story. Yep, I'm sure up coming up t- yeah, so. later today. All right. Thanks so much for that. Nathan Cohen's once again, uh, city council meeting last night. We'll have more details on that coming up in just a bit. Got a couple of things going on here locally. We're going to let you know about here in a few more minutes, along with the weather forecast that is on the way about a minute away.